Well, what did you take away from the from the game against uh, Toledo, and, and how do you build off of <laughs> how, to, off, how things went? Um, <clears throat> I've gone back and, and evaluated it several times now, and you know, late last night, just just thinking, I think that. Uh, uh, you know, we, we've really got to take it off the kids and put it on coaching. So it's all my fault. Um, you know, we went in with the game plan. They did a really good job, and credit them for their schemes. Uh, got caught a couple times, and 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 pretty much abandoned what we planned for, and went to a bunch of other things that were a little bit more base. And so I think that we got schemed a little bit. And uh, you know, my fault for that one. We just got to stick to our stick to our game plan and and try to. You know, we, we started to go a little bit more aggressive, started giving up big plays, really should just try to keep things in front of us. And so I kind of, uh, you know, as a coach, felt like we weren't stopping the run enough and some, some of the things where we were slanting, and so we wanted to be a little bit more base, and uh, base just wasn't good enough. And so, um, you know, we talked to the kids about playing more uh, fundamentally sound, but th- this one really was really on me as a coach. Coach, to, or, uh, coach uh, Sataki said yesterday that, you know, guys might have been trying to do too much, getting out of position that way. In that yeah. Sense, you know, yeah, and it's, what, what do you have to do there? You know, our, our base stuff, we feel like we should be able to go to it and play it. But the, the truth is, you know, we've, we've, we had a game plan. We practiced it all, all, all week long. And, and uh, you know, that they did a really good job. I think I think the extra couple of days for them prepping and just kind of scheming us a little bit uh, played into it, but you know um, going back back to it, we should have should have stuck to some of the things that we prepped. It would have uh, gotten out of us uh, gotten us out of uh, some of the shots that they were taking downfield, and we would have been in different coverages. But um, you know, in the moment, you you kind of feel like you know what this isn't working. We got to do this, and in the past, it's it's helped and it's worked, but uh, probably. Uh, abandoned our game plan and went to a lot more base stuff a little bit too early and so we go back and look at it there are adjustments that we should have made you know um, but we shouldn't have gone away from what we planned because I thought with a short week and and uh, you know them being as good as they were we I thought we had a good game plan going back and looking at it after it was a learning experience for you definitely yeah definitely and I want to go hang myself last night you know and <laughs> these kids deserve better and you feel like you want to do better for them but um, you know, and, and it's and they, they're they're awesome kids. They all take it upon themselves to be better at, at, at playing our base defense. But but uh, you know, we I, I thought that there were certain scheme things that we probably should have stuck to, or uh, you know, made adjustments to instead of abandoning what we ended up planning. And and that's what we ended up doing. And you know, maybe doing it in the earlier games where we had some success uh, made me feel comfortable about it. But it was just me trying to outsmart myself and and so I put it on myself and not the kids and you know the kids played hard and fortunately our you know our defense was a couple points better than their defense and our offense balled out and it was fun to see to see the offense play and their offense is really good I thought that they were really good accurate quarterback some good schemes but uh, you know I, I, I that one that one's all on me they weren't the only guys to make mistakes but the young cornerbacks were kind of visible on some of those big plays yeah, how do they and, bounce and back from that you know, you, you get snake bitten a little bit and you think that you're always beat. But again, I, I think I've got to help them. You know, we we put them out there in some really, really aggressive uh, coverages. And, you know, coaching point is you got to cover better. But at the same time, I, uh, you know, we, we've got to help them out a little bit. So Travis Tudelano got to see a little more playing time. How's he progressing? Uh, well, pro- progressing well. And I think, you know, he, there now you're starting to see him take on double teams and, you know, slant and, and take on some force and really anchor in. There's a couple of, of plays where he really anchored in on the foot that uh, he's coming back off of. And so the trust factor for him is, is huge um, and him being able to take those reps. So, so that was really good.
on Pulsifer and got a chance to play a little bit. Talk about his performance and uh, just kind of his progression. You know, he's, he was a, he was a guy going into fall camp that we trusted, and uh, you know, he and he was probably the backup behind Butch. He got hurt during camp, and so he kind of disappeared for a little bit, and that was hard with a high ankle sprain. And so coming back was good. I know that uh, you know, schematically and all that stuff, you can trust him on the field and make calls and do things right. Um, and you know, he 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 did a good job. Thought, thought he played well. As far as Butch's situation, yeah, he was dancing on the sideline. I've seen the video of that, and you know, was he? Yeah, he was. Were his moves pretty good, or <laughs> that looked pretty good to bad. me. So I'm no expert. Though. <laughs> <laughs> they were better than most of us. <laughs> yeah, well, but not hard to yeah. do. It, he's he's high spirited kid, you know, and whether he's uh, contributing on the field or on the sideline, he's always going to contribute to the team. And so, um, you know, we'll, we'll be excited to get him back. Is he looking? About where you hope for him to be available, yeah, but still get, looking at that. Yeah, he's a, he's a game time decision guy. That's the that's the correct answer, there, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's going to see coming up? Uh, talk about just what you've seen offensively, and you expect them to shoot up from there. Yeah, I, th- I think they're a lot like our offense. You know, uh, multiple um, uh, personnel, multiple shifts and motions. There's a lot that they do, and so you know, it'd be a challenge. Big offensive lineman. You know, big running back and a pretty good quarterback. And so it'll be a challenge again another week. So it'll be another challenge. Another thing Coach Sataka talked about was being disruptive up front in the backfield. Said that a couple of times that you did, you ended up with interceptions, you know, where it felt right. like you were really disruptive. On right, the, right. How, yeah. how do you build on, on those moments and, and get that, more of those? From, from, you know, from week one all the way to now, I, I love the, the, the progression of, of the D-line. I mean, they're – you're starting to see the ball come out a little bit quicker. And even on the the ones where we're giving up big plays, I mean, you know, the timing of a ball getting out that fast, it's still coming out fast. And so we're not seeing where early on in the year, you know, the quarterback was sitting back there patting the ball a little bit and has some time. I think the timing's pressed a little bit. The coverage is, is not as good. But, again, I, I put that one on myself. But I like the progress of the D linemen. You know, they're starting to get there and starting to get it and starting to understand. And, you know, those two picks that we had were, were the disruption from the D line really from Harvey and so Harvey Harvey had a really good game thought um, things are starting to click for him which is good and so we need need him to continue to be be disruptive they're obviously big in every game but the D-line seems especially key this week going up against the size of, of Michigan State up right, front right yep no doubt it's you know everybody knows Big Ten football yeah. is is a power football and physical ball and and so you know it'll be it'll be exciting a good challenge for the D-lineman to go in there and, and play and so I, I think every week everybody's got big old linemen, <laughs> fast receivers, and good quarterbacks. <laughs> Does Michigan State remind you of Utah or UCLA versus what you've seen the last two weeks? No, that, schematically they're they're not like anybody that we faced yet. Um, uh, probably closer to UCLA, um, but um, I, I think they do more. You know, there there's a bunch just little intricate runs that are you know annoying to have to deal with. You know. You've never really seen anybody, uh, the wham play, what we call where you trap the three technique and all that. You've never seen that yet until this week. And so D alignment have to be aware of that, and we've got to practice that. And reacting to certain blocks and schemes, is, it uh, you know just puts a little bit more on you as, as a D line. When you got back with the guys, did you find that you needed to build them up a little bit since the Toledo had so much success? Yeah, you know, um, I, I think their expectation was to play like we have been earlier. You know, um, went back and looked at West Virginia, and it was a play here or there, just a technique here or there, where we ended up, uh, or we could, it could have been tighter, or we could have played better defense, and and so I think their expectation is still to play a high level of defense, and that's ours too. Um, but you know, you you uh, snake bitten a little bit, and now every deep ball, it's kind of you know, you, you don't want the kids to panic, and yeah. 
It, but uh, I, I think there is. You know, you gotta you gotta build them up a little bit and just uh, you know instill confidence in them and let them know that that we're okay and we've we've got to be good. And I think the biggest thing really too is is explaining to them that was that was Coach Tuiaki's idiot fault. You know, and he's got to be better. And uh, they're they're playing their butts off and we appreciate it. But we've got to be better from a coaching standpoint. And say that saying that, saying that about myself. There were some missed tackles and you know going up against the power big yep. ten type. You know, missed tackles will be killer. What, no doubt. what do the guys have to do there? No we, you know, it's, that that's. Body positioning, and and so um, you go back and looking at the technique. Technique wasn't flawless, and obviously it, it wasn't wasn't good enough. And the missed tackles that happened was just bad body positioning. So we've got to play better in our schemes and put ourselves in better body position. And normally, when you're playing within the scheme, it puts you in, in good in good position at least to come up at a, at a good angle and all that stuff. And so some of our our guys being in, in you know wrong spots or a little bit wider than they should have been, or a little bit tighter than they should have been, always also puts you in bad bad body position. So got to be better and tighter. In our schemes that way outside of your own self-analysis did you learn anything else uh that uh you know we've got fighters you know i, I think that our kids play hard um re- really i think that uh we've learned a lot from our from our, our kids these last you know few games um this one i think was probably more self-analysis than anything yeah but i mean you know you you, you get you get young corners that are taking lumps as you go and and uh you know, I keep keep reminding our guys that that dude in the next three years is going to be amazing, and so keep keep his confidence going, keep keep feeding him, and and uh, you know he's going to continue to make mistakes, and we've got to make sure that we're keeping him pumped up and going. But um, you know that's that's just part of the deal as far as just having young secondary. Are you speaking of Wilcox specifically? Uh, you know, and, and Troy, Troy okay. I think is uh, Diane. I mean, okay, you know, all all, they're, they're all young. You got you got Mike Davis. Is uh, the one that's the senior. Other than that, they're all yeah. they're all fairly young. They have three uh, three years left after this one. Majority of them, and some of them two years. But you still got a lot of those guys coming back, and so uh, keeping them confident and keeping them playing and believing in the scheme. And I think they do believe in it. Just got And I I told uh, you know the corners in the team meeting like we believe in you probably more than you believe in yourself. And so if you can believe in it and do the, do the technique right and play within the scheme, you'll be surprised how many people you can lock down. So did you go around to each of the offensive guys and say thank you? I did that to the coaches. <laughs> gave them a big hug, you know. We came up to Taysom, too, gave them a big hug. Like, But, uh, you know, it's, 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 a, it's great that it's a team game, and those guys showed up for us in a big way, showed up for us in a big way. And so we are appreciative of that. Last year, last year, Michael Schilt played a, a bit. What's the deal with him? Is he just not ready to go yet? Or yeah. Injury or? Uh, yeah. No, no. I'm just, it's just it's, it's one thing or the other. And, you know, Coach Guilford and Coach Lamb got to put the right guys on the field. And I trust who they play as far as uh, guys being ready.